Welcome to the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast, the show that takes a look at the hottest relationship drama on television. Sit back and enjoy the ride. Hey, welcome back to the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And I'm Cliff Ravenscraft. <laughs> I liked it better than when I missed my cue before we had to go back and do the second take. It oh, was... don't tell people that. This is like <laughs> professional stuff here. We we do everything on cue. I love to make mistakes. That's who I am. All right. Okay. So we're back. We are still catching Cliff up on some um, early on season three episodes that he missed before the um, much anticipated season four begins. Yes. And um, so we're back tonight talking about season three, episode three and four. That's correct. We're going to squeeze them both in here because we watched season three last night and then we were too tired to record. So we're kind of going off memory. (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. But before we do, we ended last episode with like an unintended kind of like, let's wrap it up kind of thing. Yeah. Using GarageBand here, we're trying to figure it out. But tonight um, it will be completely intentional. Yes, we thought that what we would like to do for the value, uh, since we value everyone's time, uh, we're going to try to limit the Grey's Anatomy fan podcast to 30 minutes per episode. And so right, right up into like, like 38 seconds before the end of this episode, Music will begin to play. Now, not nearly as as loud as it was <laughs> yesterday, as long as I don't forget to uh, to turn the, the volume down. Looks like uh, there's something going on here, and maybe yeah. that's why that little noise was going out. I don't know. Maybe. Um, Did it stop? No, but uh, huh. I think... Cliff's hearing noises in his headphones. Well, no, I know there's noises in... Uh, what? Well, I didn't say... You hear that? I hear that. Ah, I, what, maybe? What's he doing? I apologize. I don't know what he's doing or hey, why he's doing it. it right now. But we, We're good. We're good. He <laughs> fixed it. So, okay. So anyway, let's get back to um, oh, the at the end of the episode. This episode is um, intentionally only 30 minutes long. And at the end, we'll, we'll hear some nice music. Absolutely. So we're going to start with, um, obviously, um, season three, episode three, which was titled um, Sometimes a Fantasy. Uh-huh. Which opened with a Mer- fantasy. <laughs> Meredith laying in bed and you see Derek first. Right. And doesn't he say something say like, good morning. I, good morning. And, yeah. and I love you or something. I don't know. Not I said, love you. Yeah, just um, good morning. Did and, you sleep well or something like that? Yeah. And then they pan out just a little <laughs> she bit. Rolls she over. rolls over. <laughs> and there's Finn. And It was, uh, yeah. it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> If you say so. I mean, well, it, it, was it was better humorous. than George's dream with the three girls being in the shower. It, I mean, I'll, I'll grant you that it was it was somewhat humorous. It was. You almost expected it, but didn't. Right. You know, it was kind of weird. Okay. It was fun. It was a fun opening, and um, and I think that it fit where that episode was going with those three characters. Right. You know, as far as the dating both of them and all that stuff. So. So that's how we opened, and, and it was funny. Yes. I really, so. my favorite part was where uh, Nick Guilty kind, kind of cut in on Mr. Better Guy's uh, lunch date. <laughs> that was cool. And they were throwing in bets, and it, it, it was, um, the competition was fun. 
Yes. And to see them compete, yeah. those two characters. It was. It, you know, it's almost like an episode of The Bachelor. Or, yeah. You know, or not The Bachelor, but uh, the, the Bachelorette. Maybe The Bachelorette. Yes. Right. You know, where they're and trying we, to compete for the woman. So. so it was fun. And, um, and, uh, but obviously in the end, like if you just want to cover all of that right now. No. Um, yeah. Okay. Or do I have to stick to your notes? No, you order? don't. Have to, this is your show more than it is mine. So, well, I mean, but, you do whatever you, you know, want. You're going to freak out if I jump no, around and don't cover jump, all your points. You go ahead and hop right on over to season three, episode four. No, but I what I was going to say was if you um you know it was all going so well, their competition, she's dating both of them and in the end of the episode she's like you know, this is not what this is supposed to be like. I you know, I worked all day, oh, yeah. I got dressed up, I have on makeup, I shaved my legs and you guys are looking at each other. Yes. This is not my fantasy, you know. Yeah. And um and so in the end, it just ended up not... That was a good statement. You know, it really was. It's like, you don't understand. I just want to be admired. I want to be, yeah. you know... And it, which is what every woman wants. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone wants to be romanced and um, and to be sought after and to have them only competing against each other, although it was fun to view, is not fun to experience. Yes. She was getting left out. She was she was left out of their little <laughs> And thing. it was her plan. <laughs> so things were going so well. So then we have um what else do we have? Oh, we have George and Callie. <laughs> George and Callie. I, Even in episode three, it's always it's already taking on so much drama of its own. You know whole... I, what a horrible relationship. I mean, Callie <laughs> is like super ultra pushy. Yeah. And George is super ultra I don't want to go there, but right. you know, I feel like I kind of have to in a way. What, what where's that coming from? I don't know. You know, it's really weird that, and I don't get why she didn't just end it all together. Why does she put up with his crap? I have no idea. You know, and the way that they, the way that, um, is that in this episode? <laughs> yeah, it's in this episode. When, uh, well, I don't want to talk about things that happened in. Go episode ahead. four. Anyway, um, when they're fighting over the guy, the athlete uh-huh. who um, needed, not really needed us, so he didn't need a surgery. He just kind of wanted it. <laughs> no, he needed he, it. He, he had he, some ankle pain. Instead of dealing with the ankle pain because he was an athlete, he was having an ankle replacement. And, uh, which I totally did not understand. George's objection to that at all. He just needed something to object to, you know. I guess. I, I think because it was Callie's patient and you know, she'd already walked past him naked and handed him her towel and you know, he was just having a rotten day. He needed something to pick on. And um so they're fighting uh, over the patient. Over George actually talked him out of it, out right. of the surgery and she was mad. And um they're, that's what they're arguing over, and out of nowhere, he says, "I don't want to move in with you." I mean, it completely—you know—that that patient had nothing to do with George's problem in the first place. George's right. problem was that he's too wimpy to tell her, you know, You're, to start with. I need some I'm not, space. Yeah, and she's too 
really, really, really in love with him to is notice she, is that she in she, love with him. She says she is. I really, 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 really love you. And what she's doing is she's smothering him. Yes. Now, one of us in our relationship accused the other of smothering. Oh, moving right along. <laughs> That was years and years and years. That was more than a decade ago. Can you just let it go already? Hey, that's the first time I've brought it up in a really long time. Like I, decades. I, no, it wasn't. You, I think you brought it up like a couple weeks ago. I did con- not. Conversation somewhere. I, it was. I know it was. You must have brought it up. because Anyway, Meredith complains about that neither are painting. Oh, we've already done that. I'd- See, you jumped ahead. <laughs> I told right. you, didn't I tell you he would complain about it? Preston depressed, and Christina is upset that she says he might, that he says he might not uh, recover. Right. I said this during that episode, mm-hmm. and it came up in episode four. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in episode three, when when he said when he was giving her the you know sometimes they don't recover at all, she's like, "You're going to recover. Right. You're going to recover." And I even said. She is not in love with Preston Burke. She's in love with Preston Burke. Well, you know, she's in love with the best. Right. She's in love with the man who is the head, the top honcho, the, you know, it, it, and it's almost like a, a, it's a shallowness that, you know, it, you know, the whole wedding vows thing, you know, for richer, for poor, you know, for, you know, top cardiothoracic surgeon or not. Uh, or you know, but if- I think that I think that over time, Christina's character has evolved in a way that she was at that point. I don't I don't know that you can necessarily really hold that against her now, because I I kind of understand this. Okay, she fell in love with Preston Burke. You know, the top. Um, I said it wrong. Cardiothoracic surgeon. Yes, thank you. And and so. That's who she fell in love with. So for him to say that he's something less than that is going to be hard for her to hear. Right. Like, if you want me to use my own example, I did not marry a pastor. Mm-hmm. And when you became a pastor, I fought it awfully hard. Yes, you know, you did. I, I fought it really. I was very childish. I was still a child, but really. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, I wasn't. But um, you were eighteen. I know. Um, anyway, I I did not marry a pastor, and I did not want that role. I did not want that. You know, so I understand a little bit where Christine is coming from. That's not that's not what she got into. You know, right? She didn't fall in love with the guy with the a twitching hand that can't yeah. sew together a pair Pretty of pants. All righty, or um, chicken. Yep. So she she helps him though she she, 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 she kind of hears. I she, love when she comes in, and and bangs the grocery bag on the counter, and he's like, "Are you making me dinner?" And she's like, "No." Yeah. So, but she kind of she kind of chickens out. She kind of takes the um, the situation with the guy who is recovering from the brain surgery. Yes. Uh, where he, you know, is having a difficult time remembering what, a, you know, the name of a cup or right. his wife's name or the baby's name. And he says, you know, this is going to be more difficult on you than it is him. And you're really going to have to work with... That's what Derek told with, the exa- wife. Exactly. Because that wife was so non-supportive. Oh, my gosh. She was she was getting, getting on my nerves. nerves. 
Alrighty, and then superhero girl, uh, who she was so cute. She was that you know I, was, I, I of course I hate any of these episodes that shows a girl that has or a child that has you any. You mentioned issue. that already. I well, I, and I'll continue to mention it. It's like I know, dude, you something. But what else. you need to understand is there are children who I have know, issues. and I hate that. There are. I know, and it hurts my heart. I know that it does, but it happens. I know, but it's. <laughs> I'm okay. You're well, I'm so not sheltered. okay. Listen, I'm I'm not okay that it happens in real life, but I don't want it consistently brought up and and just. <laughs> it, it, it's enough that it happens in real life. Do I have to see it in my television viewing when I'm just sitting down all to right, just? All right. I don't know. Maybe I'm just selfish. Anyway, moving right along. Anyway. I don't think that it's selfish, but I think that this case really touched Alex. Yes, I think that. I mean, he was bothered that he had to be, um, that he had to take on this case to start with. But um, I think that in the end that this case changed him. Yeah. I want to say something that Alex is now officially my favorite character on Grey's Anatomy. Since Isaiah Washington won't be. Right. I I had said Miranda was like my second favorite. Uh Um. I I really it, Alex Karev, he is my favorite character on the show now. Okay. I'm looking forward to seeing where they take his his character now that Addison will be gone. Yeah, and so. not only that, but I think that they'll and bring with, what's her uh, name back. Jane Doe. Jane Doe. Ava. I don't Rebecca. What's her real name? I don't I can't know. remember. <laughs> anyway, uh, I just wrote down Addison Mark. I and did remember Mark Sloan's name, though. Yes, finally. <laughs> when they showed him in the towel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's Mark. And so, we anyway. were talking, you know, we were sitting there thinking Dr. Sloan. And isn't, I was saying, isn't Mark Sloan, isn't that the name that uh, Dick Van Tyke had? It sounds very, I know in, that it was Dr. Sloan. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking that, it was Mark. Uh, so. Diagnosis murder. So anyway. <laughs> That's funny. We watched that show when I was pregnant with Megan. Yes, we did. That was a good show. I liked it a lot. We were watching reruns on. Yeah, of course, every episode was exactly the same. They were. You know, there's always a case. They always always, in the hospital. He always always figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they ended the episode in the uh, the hotel though, Uh, and the whole um, scene. Did they end the episode in the hotel? Yeah. That was everybody was checking into the hotel. You had uh, Chief Weber, and well, first you had Addison, okay. then you had Chief Weber, and then you had um, Callie, and, and then Mark. you had Mark. Mm-hmm. So they were all checking into the That's same funny. hotel. They all checked in, and Mark actually wants a room on Eddie's floor. Yes, obviously. And um, and I love how you put this last bullet point last <laughs> because you think you were hoping that we would run out of time to talk about it. But Ooh. is he standing outside the hospital all day? No, read, read what I put on the show notes so I don't actually have to be charged with saying it. So you want me to <laughs> no, say you, it? Okay. I wrote Cliff it. wrote it. He says, um, Izzy stood outside of the hospital where she belongs. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Moving right along. But I think that there's a lot to talk about in in this because um, obviously Miranda asked her to come. And Miranda went to the chief to convince him. That must be why she's no longer my favorite. I think that that's it. Maybe. Um, Subconsciously, I put Alex above her. I'm um, done. Go ahead. He talks too much. 
So that's why I do twenty podcasts, babe. I know. Because I won't listen to him all the time. What'd you say? <laughs> um, Miranda went to bat for for Izzy, and convinced the chief to hear her ex- explanation or something. And she no shows. And so Chief comes looking for Miranda and's like, are you, you know, what is this? Are you playing a trick on me or you know what? And Miranda, you can tell in her face, she never really says it, but um, she's disappointed that she put herself on the line and, and Izzy no showed. And then at the end of the day, she sees her standing outside. For the benefit of our listeners, I am saying nothing about okay, so that girl. We're going to move right on to um, season three, episode four, which is what I am. Oh, hold on. Watch. You know what? what? Just to just to break this up a little and because I can do this. Okay. Hold on. Check this out. We'll just do a little um one of those radio stinger things. Uh here we go. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so UFO totally landed <laughs> in my backyard. And uh we're now we're going to talk about season 3 episode 4 what I am. What I am is... I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, there's no singing on this show. I was upset that they didn't play this song. I was too. I would have loved I to like heard that, that song. song in the background. Um. So, again, we're Callie and George and fighting over feelings. And Well, here's where, you know, we were talking about in season three, episode one and two, kind uh-huh. of saying, how in the world does... Kelly get off that, you know, they were friends, you know? Where, right. where did this come from? And here, in this episode, we really do start to see... About Izzy. But he... No, no Meredith, too, because I bet you you told Meredith about how you feel, didn't you? And and hold on, but don't forget that it's widely known... I know. ...that George has been in love... Right. ...with okay. Meredith. And I've forgotten okay. all about that. I didn't. Um, I did. I didn't. It was a completely different circumstance. Yeah, I know. I mean, but still, the so fact is, anyway. is that okay. she, she understands that he's been rejected from her, but yet he secretly still has feelings. Well, he doesn't. Uh, well, in her, he mi- doesn't. in her mind, okay, he that's does. Just her little well, insecure self, but she can have that. She's she seems to be a little insecure in that area. She does. But maybe she could be more, you know, self-confident if she just stopped throwing herself on the man. Or other men at the bar. Or other men at the bar. Mr. Mark. Anyway. McSteamy. McSteamy. Bad and dirty. Um, So, speaking of Mark, he works for the hospital now. He works in Seattle Grace. I'm glad that we've actually seen this because when you introduced me to Grace for the first time... Mid season three, and you Mark were, was already part of the cast, right? And you were ex- trying to explain to me who these characters are, <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second, that is her. You know, they're kind of dating, but that's her ex or ex. That's his ex wife, and that's the guy she cheated, and they were best friends, and they all lived somewhere else, and they're all working <laughs> here now. This is stupid. Yeah, and now that I have this little bit of. You know, watching this evolve, how they wrote these characters, and it's not as absurd as, you know, McSmurphy, you know, coming out of the water and going to work a couple weeks later, and as absurd as things that I'm not going to mention in this episode. Sweet. Izzy McNutt, legitimate Steven. Uh, Did I say that? Ow, don't kick me. 
Okay, good. I didn't. I had a twitch in my leg. <laughs> Couple of them. Let me get you a chicken. Ow! So, uh, I didn't even touch you that time. <laughs> they, uh, they don't know that. I can just... I just kicked in your general direction. <laughs> you Don't kick that eye. You might... <laughs> okay, so Sean. We meet Sean. Ah, what who a is cold... this patient and... The sales guy. The, yes, the salesman. Seems like a, a really nice guy. Yeah. You know, and Bailey makes him promise that if she if she lets him go home, he, you know, no more drinking, no more, what'd she say, fried foods and and, and no, no more smoking. smoking, no more cigarettes. Put and, that oxygen right back in your nose. <laughs> that was cool. You know, that was cool special effects, though. It was. That, that scene looked very real. Uh, but I want to know. I mean, I mean, not everybody knows that oxygen would ignite like that. You can know? I meet them and shake their hand? Because they do. I mean, that's of course. There's more warning signs all over the place. That I mean, that room would have been had a sign that says yeah, flammable. I mean, there, there is. I mean, it, it's so, by law. So anyway, that was kind of anyway. You thought it was crazy, but I thought it was. It was crazy. I thought it added to the story well, and, okay. and it was. I thought it was really neat how I think it. The, you know, it's kind of like every this all happens, and there's so much going on, and then all of a sudden the wife comes back after signing her husband out of the hospital. Right. Has no idea. Um, I was like, oh, Miranda's having a horrible day. She is not having a good day to this. In this She's episode. got an intern who's vomiting all over the place. Yes, one who's yelling around about the vomiting one being pregnant, and every just. She's just having a really bad day. Yes. Um, I really liked um, the scene where uh, she was being prepped and she had the, uh, what was it? I guess did she have morphine or something? And she was, I really loved the interaction between her and Addison. I did too. I did too. It was very nice. Addison says, I don't hate you. And then when she leaves. She runs uh, into Derek. She says, listen, don't hurt her. Again. She says, don't Don't hurt hurt her her again. again. Which he does, yeah. Moron. Which, which, but I really loved that they kind of mm-hmm. put something in there to show them as as building this relationship, which is, is yeah. Man, that that's that takes a lot. It you does. Know? And it does. so I thought that was really neat. I, I think that that was a a very good um, interaction between Addison and Meredith, and I love when Addison says, "We're only having this conversation because you're not going to remember it when the drugs wear off." Yeah, you know, I I thought that was cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. Um, Denny's dad, yes, flies out to Seattle to find out what is going on, not to find out why his son died. He's right. I know how my son died. He had a bad heart. You know, I know that. But tell me how you go from being his doctor mm-hmm. to being his fiance. Hours before he dies. Out and getting him to propose to you hours before he died. Right. Really laying on the accusation that, you know, Izzy was in it for the money. Yes. She didn't know anything about Denny's money. Yeah. And the thing is, is that uh, it all worked out and she ends up getting a check for $8.7 million. Yes. And a very nice little voicemail as a keepsake. A very long voicemail. I want to know whose voicemail runs that long. I mean, was, was that like a... Three and a half minutes. I mean, four and when a half I call minutes? when I call my parents' house, yeah, 
the the little it, it doesn't beep. Yeah, I know. It's a it's a like musical interlude, you know. It's like little Einstein's. And by the time you get through the music, there's no room left for a message. <laughs> you know, so I want to know whose whose answering machine actually runs that long. Can I just throw in real quick as we were watching this and we saw Dr. Finn, who is the better man. Thank you very much. Um, that I'm sitting there is like, I said, Stephanie, did he play Robin Hood or something? <laughs> and she's like, he played Robin, but it wasn't Minus Robin Hood. hood. <laughs> and it was, uh, so he, this, what's his name? Colin? Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell played uh, Boy Wonder, uh, which is. Uh, in two Batman movies. In two Batman movies. Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Right. And also he played The Bachelor. Bachelor. Which is that movie where he had to get it's married. Brittany Zellweger where he has to get married in like a day. Yes. To inherit money from his grandpa. Yep. And um, so yes, Cliff had that recognition. Um, it was like light bulb went off. It's like, I know this guy. Right. And I've seen him in prior episodes. And I'm like, this never occurred to me before. But something out of somewhere is like Robin Hood. Robin, Robin, Stephanie's like, no, Batman and Robin. I'm like, huh? So in season, in episode three, um, Shepard clears Burke for surgery. Yes, which he shouldn't have. Which he shouldn't have. He was so wrapped up in his own problems with Mark coming in that he would not even listen to Preston. Now, what kind of crazy doctor is that? You know? Yeah. I don't know any doctors that, you know, well, he is talking to a friend and not... A patient who doesn't know anything about him but anyway um so he shouldn't have been cleared for surgery he preston should have been able to tell him about the tremor and you know yeah. all that but um but he is and now preston it feels like he's under more pressure to fix this tremor in his hand mm-hmm. and he starts practicing on Cadaver. cadavers or a cadaver I right guess. um <clears throat> And in that scene, there is a fight between he and Christine. Not not a fight, necessarily, as an argument or a heated discussion. But um, but this is where you called it. And, and right, I called this in the prior episode. Yeah, where he says, he says Listen, you, want you want Preston Burke. Burke. And I get that. And But he feels that, too, because he says, these I are who I am. Yeah, and he says, I want it. I wanted it to be okay. Right. And... And and it's not until we see that whole thing unveil in the in the episodes to come, but um, George cancels a date with Callie, yes, to um, go home and, and oh, and help but it, Izzy. it wasn't so much how you know that he cancels the date. It's like how he did it. it. He's like, absolutely. He it's was like, I'm sorry, I have to do this to you, yeah. which he so didn't have to do this no. to her. But he says, I just I hate to do this to you, but I have to go home. It's Izzy, right. And, and it's like, dude, I, you know, I don't care. You just, you don't do that. You have, even if you like this girl or you don't like this girl, you don't do what you just did. Right. That was, that was horrible. What an awful, 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 awful way to treat an individual who is obviously trying to make an effort right. to, to help. I mean, gosh, the fact is he's screwed up how many different times now? Oh my goodness, you and, can't count. you know, the fact that, I mean, I, I don't think he screwed up for not saying I love you, because I think that he would have been wrong to say right. so. But she's already been I love hurt. You soonish. 
I, I he's already been hurt by the fact that or she's already been hurt by the fact that he didn't say anything back. Then she's been hurt about the fact that, you know, he talks to, you know, he 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 tells everybody about his issues about her being there, but he's afraid to do this. She talk he talks his cl- her cu- um Patient, patient out of a surgery that Customer. she was going to do. <laughs> I know. Uh, and then, you know, she kick, he kicks her out of the house, pretty much. And she she's accepting and forgiving and willing to give him another shot. And then he does this at the drop well, of a hat. And it's the straw that at, broke the camel's back. And she's like, yeah, don't bother. Absolutely. We're done. So I, you know, I I just don't understand how they end up getting married, and I'm interested to find out how in the world. I, I want to look in there, and it's like you're you're gonna have to really sell this to me, you know? Because I You've I you've already seen those episodes though. I've not seen the episodes where they sell the getting married. They don't really. So they didn't really sell that. You don't think? No, because they were broken up and. She okay. went upstairs with McSteamy, and he finds out about it, and and then... Well, don't tell me all of it. Because his dad dies, and okay, he breaks her so vagina. The, oh, that's right. They, it's like he did start... He used her as... Yep. as a, Well, that's our music. That's he, our music. He, and he used her as a rebound of the emotional loss of his father. Right. And then he did. He, he and she obviously lets him. Lets him, and they end up getting married. Right. The only thing we didn't talk about is Derek backing out. Um, yeah, deciding but, to leave because which Finn's I, the better guy. Yeah, and I think that was dirty that he did that. But uh, Derek's the one, so yeah. it doesn't matter who the better guy is. So yeah, um, we'll that's be ba- been our our recap, and uh, we'll be back with episode five soonish. Seriously. your own internet talk show check it out at talkshoe.com